What's up, guys? It's Sean, and welcome to another episode of the Eheng Podcast. And today we will read a question from Tun Amsha Hazik. Hey, bro. Hi, Sean. I'm a big fan of your YouTube channel. I have gained a lot of insights and knowledge with regards to property management. I am soon to be married. Congratulations! And currently renting in a Soho in Aradamansara. My fiance and I are currently looking for properties as our home. You have advised before, do not let your first property to be your dream home. Yes. However, both of us have a mentality to buy a property to live and die there. My financial manager also advised the same thing, though he would suggest to buy a property within 350 to 450,000 range. Financially, our total net income is 15,000 a month. We both are working in central KL and currently rely on public transit to go to work. I am partial to buying a house in Putrajaya as my fiancé is able to get a discount for development with Putrajaya Holdings. My fiancé, however, is more inclined to buying a condo unit, preference Utamara residence in the city, since it's much more convenient to travel to work. What would you suggest to be a strategic move? I have come up with several options. Number one, rent in the city, buy a house outside the city. Option two, buy a condo unit, stay in the city, sell, rent it later when we are ready to buy the house. Option three, rent a condo unit for long term, three to five years, buy a house later. Any other options, suggestions are also welcome. Hope you are able to assist me with this inquiry. Thank you, Sean. Well, it's a pretty direct one, but first of all, thank you very much for the email. Uh, for those who have not watched that video on uh, do not let your first property be your dream home, right? Uh, it's about me telling the youngsters, especially like newlyweds and people who are about to get married, right? As we mentioned before in the channel many, many times, the only reason why a guy would start to somewhat show interest in property, right, is when he's about to propose or they are blessed with a newborn, then suddenly they need a house to live in because the in-laws will not let their daughter to move into a rental house. So that's the taboo and the stigma around renting a house in Malaysia. So what happens is this youngsters will then cough out everything they have. They will calculate to the maximum in order to secure their dream home of that time only. So what I'm trying to say is that at 28 or at 32, you think that's about it. I will just settle down in this location and I will just work until I'm 55 then blah, 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 blah. That is all your expectation. Many do not factor in dynamics within your life there's always a better offer there's always tragedy touch wood there's always dynamics as well in the family circle suddenly one of your grandparents passed away unfortunately then the other half will come live with you or suddenly there's a newborn or out of nowhere there's a cousin from Johor who is about to leave up then they will need a place to stay etc etc also when you are young and you are deeply in love people will make a lot of mistakes because these people are salesmen's best best customer profile because you are influenced by emotions imagine your kids running around the terrace imagine you bringing out them to a walk in the park imagine this when you can place a grand piano here and let your kids learn piano here you will sure buy one even if they cannot afford, they will figure out the best way. So whether they will join name, they will join name with their parents, get their parents to pay up the deposit or to actually compensate the difference between the loan amount and the actual amount, many cases. But when they get the keys, they forget that one person of the relationship needs to work full time only to compensate for the monthly installments of the loan. That means you are stuck. 
you have nowhere to go and you will be officially in the rat race quoting Robert Kiyosaki. So Amsha, my suggestion would be this. Since you guys are still young, you guys are about to get married, uh, congratulations, right? So, and it's pretty clear that 350 to 450 is around the house that you are willing to look at. About Putrajaya, right? It's a dream location if you are already settled in. It's a dream location if you are spending the time with the family and you don't really need to work really because you have a company that operates itself, you have a pretty successful career and you have that safeness and that can withstand you for the next 50 years because it's located away from the city unless you work in Putrajaya also. Lah. And I think your fiancé is brilliant in the sense where she is looking for a convenient location to commute every day. So what's the point in staying in Putrajaya and renting a place in KL? That's just ludicrous. Lah. I know the joint income is pretty high, but that's not the way to spend money. Lah, right? So I will think and I will suggest option two, which is to buy a condo unit and stay in the city temporarily. So get that first property with the mindset of an investment unit. This means you get a property that is close to MRT, close to your workplace, and you will just stay there three to five years time. And using the method of reverse calculating, using the data of rental rates around that area. So you will just follow the MRT track you won't go wrong. Just follow the stations and you just see properties around there where got properties around 450, 480, then I think that's the ideal way for to look for your first property. Because let's say if you were to stay in now, you get married, right? So the first three years usually is honeymoon, right? Where you get to enjoy the world together, the house together with only two people before you decide to start a family. That gives you way more time and energy to build up your career as well. Traveling is one of the worst time-consuming thing that we do in a daily basis. Lah. So just to come to think of it, right? After MCO, my productivity has shot up so high until now. I need to travel now and then to the office, right? And that greatly takes up a lot of my time and you realize I don't know for what you are spending three hours. Where does the three hours or four hours go a day in the car? Option two is better in my point of view because after three to five years, you decide and you save up another amount to invest in a home, right? This unit that you guys stay can be easily rented out and that can be turned into an income to sustain your installments for the property that you are about to stay again. Also, if one of you Unfortunately, because of crisis, whatsoever, you found a new passion in life. You want to drop your job, your current job right now and to pursue that passion of yours. You can because you are not the slave of the house. Imagine this, you buy a property that is calculated based on the income of both of you it's very dangerous because let's say now you decide to choose your passion and you have a lovely wife who is supporting enough, right? Using half of the salary, let's say 7500 to sustain a loan that was calculated based on a joint income of 15000 Yes, that's love, but it's very, very tough. In that case, I would suggest you to try to go for this property using your own name. I'm serious. Using your own name, maybe like in this joint income, maybe yours is more superior. That's just assuming, like, I don't know, like, right? 8,000, for example. So 8,000 can easily qualify you for a 400,000 to 450,000 house around the MRD track. And I think that's the way. 
option two get the property using only your name to get the property next to an LRT station that is convenient for both of you all to travel to work focus on a career for three to five years and eventually get married then by the time you decide to start a family and start hunting for a landed property I would then maybe even consider renting that landed property because there's this new thought of mine that thinks that this landed property right is only a short-term need which means when my kids are younger until they're 21 right then only they'll need that house after that right eventually they will move out to unis la, or they will study overseas la. that's what i hope for la, right you study overseas la, then come back then they go and work la, then you go and rent outside with it and what's the point of me maintaining a house with empty rooms hoping that they will come back and stay while they don't want the best part you are renting the house using the rental that is actually compensated by the first property of yours that's cool okay so i think that's all for my suggestions and thank you very much for the email for those who still have any questions regarding real estate do just email me at t-a-n-i-h-e-r-n-g t-a-n-i-h-e-r-n-g or you can just dm me on instagram i-h-e-r-n-g at gmail.com now see you on the next one take care